I would love to be able to talk to that. That's the one way that you can they can upgrade that Spotify AI is that it's it doesn't really receive anything from you. So it kind of is just like a playlist right now with uh, like a word mm. generator in between. But kind of on the same topic, actually, uh, NBA draft just happened. Yeah, basketball's on our mind. I actually went to a super dope state farm party. Yep. Got my little corporate corporate thing going. Um, but it got me thinking. AI is slowly taking over every industry. We talked about this. If you guys have been kicking with us by now, you know we talk about this a lot. But there's a reason we do. It's because it's going to be in every aspect of our future. And I was watching basketball. And I was going, you know what? I've been seeing prototypes for this software already. There are demos of AI refereeing software, Ian, that are able to identify faces, how many steps someone takes, dribbles. And obviously it's not perfect now, but it's we know the eventual question then. And refs aren't the most loved guys in the league. Mm-hmm. Would you would you be down for the AI ref? So I had to look up this word because I forgot this word. <laughs> you know how I'm a Luddite. Oh yeah. I are you? Would you consider yourself a Luddite? Yeah, for sure. I think it seems like every new technology that comes out, I say, eh, eh I'm not really feeling it. Like I don't use chat G- GBT. Yeah. Uh, like when like the, the Apple VR headset, I'm like, eh, I'm not going to use it. But that's that. why you're so good for this show because if not, it would just be me and, and another person massaging each other the whole time. But th- this is the fun give and take. No, exactly. Which I would welcome to that too. But, <laughs> but listen, I do not only hands. am I a Luddite, but I think my hatred for professional sports officiating overtakes my let my Luddite-ism. Oh. And I hate <laughs> officials so much. And I think they're so bad at their jobs that I th- truly think that incorporating AI refereeing into professional sports would be incredible. Listen, baseball, uh, no offense to that. How are you getting calls wrong? The game moves a mile an hour. It's like, it takes three and a half hours to play nine innings. To be human. <laughs> it goes to, you can see the ball go over the fence. What are you reviewing? Like, how, how can you not see he's out at second base? I think maybe, you know, some sports like basketball, maybe it's too fast for, to, and like to really well, like be able to won't incorporate be. We'll it. 15 years in the future. Yeah. I'm all for AI officiating. And then that whole doc that came out about, um, Who's the guy that was betting on games? Donaghy, Don- Tim, uh, Tim, Tim Donaghy. Donaghy. Tim Donaghy. I don't know. And then there was I like, don't, I don't worry about scum like that. I know. And then his best friend was Scott Foster, who he was calling after every game he bet. And then, you know, he gave Scott Foster those calls before he got charged to warn him that it was coming. And Scott Foster got, cut him off. And then he said, you know, they're all still doing it and all this <laughs> stuff. It's like, let's be honest, bro. There was that one official who was on Twitter the Celtics um, fan family, the bro. Celtics fan. There was the one who was on Twitter with a burner account defending his calls. Like there's obviously some cringed so- when the dude made the layup. Yeah. There's obviously some sort of something going on here. That's pretty obvious that we should address and maybe AI refereeing would be the answer. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. I think AI refereeing needs to be the future of basketball. And the sooner it happens, basketball will benefit that much more. I think NBA refs in a lot of ways are corrupt. I don't have the, the evidence, the smoking gun, but I know a lot of you out there are with us. I think a lot of these NBA players are corrupt because betting has just really recently legally been introduced into sports. Billions of dollars are now getting pumped into an already super lucrative market. I, 
we know how everywhere else in business wise in America, let's be honest, has some corruption in it. That's true. So are we going to look at the, I love Adam. So Adam, you, I don't, I wouldn't even accuse you, but referees, and I'm not saying referees need to make millions. I think there's just a reason they need to get replaced, but I'm sure the referees don't care. Cause they're like, I'm refereeing a game with guys that make 50 million and surprise, surprise. I think a few refs have ego problems. They probably go well, the game wouldn't go on without me. I deserve this. Yeah, I can do that. I should be able to do this. I, and I think that's a big problem. I think it's like um, the official who got into that beef with Eric Gordon or not Eric Gordon. Sorry. Um, Fred Van Fleet. Remember that ref that get, kept giving Fred Van Fleet text? Te- Fred well, he Van did like Fleet nothing, text. right? He did nothing. And then he basically like called him out in the post game and yeah, he got fined, but they went and reviewed it and that ref actually got suspended because he was giving him text for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the refs have egos too. Uh, they're, they're human too. And it's, it's, it's pretty obvious like that you're not doing a good job if you're giving out texts to people who don't deserve them. The whole point of a ref is to keep a, a game in line, but we're getting to the point in football and basketball where they're deciding major games with bad calls that we can't, that can't happen. We're hoping their emotional state is on point for this game. I just hope this guy didn't have to bad, a bad drive in traffic or something. I have specific refer memories in my head of games being decided by bad official calls. It's like, it's, it's, if, it, if that's ingrained in my memory, then they're doing something wrong. I'm with you. I pause cause I'm trying to get the pushback. Now, what are the people going to tell us in the comments that are pushing back? Um, they're taking jobs. Like that's what they're going to say. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also think though, that this is something that's super important because when AI is going to be able to do it, if we want to get the call right, I think if AI is going to be way more perfect than being a human, even if you get the best referee ever, ever, right? Hum- to be human is to be flawed, right? I think the real argument that's going to come about now and are the referees unionized? Yeah. All right, so this is going to be probably the main argument. We're calling it now. This is going to be probably the main argument when the ref union tries to push back against AI refereeing. They're going to argue that even if technically, because the stats are going to come out and show that they're way less accurate than AI, they're going to go, even if that's the case, what is sports if not human? What is sports without humans? And so the question would be, I pose this to you then. If you're on our side, you do also, that means Ian have to answer this question. Would you be okay with robotic athletes? And then that, that's why the way the refs would probably argue, right? They'd go, well, you wouldn't want robotic athletes. Why? Well, they could shoot better than players. I'll answer your question because I don't go to see the referees play. I go to see the athletes. I don't want you to replace LeBron James with a robot. I want to replace the dude who, who, who goes for the Celtics. I want you to replace him. Oh, my God. You, NBA needs to hire you to represent them in court. Yeah, that, I, what the to hell? be honest, bro, I shouldn't have doubted. I Not that I doubted you, but I thought I had kind of come up with a really sound <laughs> argument. You, no. just, you killed that. All right. All right. That's, damn, that's go to see Tom Brady throw a football, not to watch you, fact, bl- not to watch you blow a pass interference call and have my team lose. Like, oh my God. I would be happy if you were gone and a, and a robot just <laughs> going down be- the sidelines, making the calls like, damn, it's like, bro, like <laughs> Michigan would have beaten Louisville in the 2013 NBA NCAA championship. If, they, if that fucking oh idiot ref God. didn't call a foul on a very clean block, like, oh my God, bro, <laughs> that's how that's 10 years ago. And still makes me angry, which is why I loved this topic to open up the show. Cause it's <laughs> all, I it, dislike it, it's true though because i'm with you i just i just don't i need to express it more and it's not that hard bro richard jefferson went through like two weeks of officiating training and then was and then was refing g league games 
Yeah, I don't, preseason games. Like it's, it's it can't be that hard. I think the NBA is going to need to go to AI refs too because it's not doesn't look good for them. No, because this whole season was kind of marred by that. Like people were saying, is NBA fixed? Like it was starting to feel that way. Yeah. I, yeah. When players are coming up to your referees and holding up cameras, and you got the face hilarious. of your league, LeBron James, like yeah, uh, I'm down for AI refs. I'm down for a lot of new things in AI. I think, like many things, the league and and, and all areas just gonna have to adapt. Yeah, we're gonna have to change. Change is scary at first, but then it just becomes normal. Yeah, yeah. By the way, I saw an interview. Maybe this is you did too, but I saw him on Bill Maher's uh, podcast recently. Uh, I didn't see that. And it was so good. Was it? Yeah, because Bill Maher's the man. You know we love Bill Maher. So he's the man. And, and, and Bill Maher can be hit or miss kind of with those kind of interviews. Mm-hmm. that He could sometimes be overbearing and stuff, but they tend to like him. And him and John John Hamm, actually. I know. That's the one thing. So I love Bill Maher because, I, I mean, like his lifestyle. I think he's like the one, he's the one person. <laughs> Spirit animal. He's, yeah, he is. He's the one person where I say he's got it all figured out. Like when I see him, the way he moves, the way he talks, the way he acts, I'm like, he's got it all figured out. Yeah. Like he knows what he's doing, but I will say the one thing you could tell he's lonely is that he brings on guests and just talks and talks and talks and talks because you know, he doesn't have that outlet because he's always, he's been single forever. So he just like needs to like get all this stuff off his chest. So he like talks way more than the guest does. Yeah. 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 I mean, I believe him when he says what he says, but I think he, he what he doesn't, say when he talks about his lifestyle is that he's also reserved the reality that maybe the last 10 years of his life when I think everyone would want someone around he'll even want someone around he'll he's willing to face those that time yeah yeah Um, let's be honest bro his life's probably been pretty sweet (laughs) oh his life is yeah no we both love him for a reason I feel exactly (laughs) the same way about him he's one of the biggest inspirations for me to get on air in the first place. I remember I saw him when I first was like 16, 17, something like that. Yeah. He's awesome. I just loved how he carried himself and that's kind of, you know, yeah, he's like a, like a short King too. He's short. He's he? like five, seven. Oh, five, I heard eight. he has a giant dick. Did you? Yeah. I heard he's a schlong. That's one of the reasons. He... I guess my question is, how'd you hear that? And from where? I forget some <laughs> porn star. I think, Oh, okay. you know, okay. when I go on my Bill Maher Reddit threads, yeah. Uh, it was pink princess sex 69 said, yeah. Yeah. The same one with, uh, with Zion, right? Oh yeah. She, she went from Bill Maher to Zion. You saw she got her face, his name tattooed on her face. Yeah. Which is so funny because that just proves that everything she's been saying is bullshit. She just made it all up. Oh, attention. Yeah, yeah of course. If which, you were getting hundred K a month, wouldn't you go crazy? As soon as I saw that, I was like, okay, she made up everything. <laughs> I was like, you're just doing this for the, for the clout. Like Joe Budden said, it was just bad game. You didn't need to pay that much for that kind of service. My, my guy. Nah. Um, that's a bad way to say it. I shouldn't say that. Another thing that we're going to have to deal with actually, this is a little less serious. <laughs> No, this is pretty serious. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, go ahead. Um, the cage match between Elon yeah, Musk and Mark serious. Zuckerberg. We were talking about it recently off air, and it seemed like such a ridiculous headline. But when I first saw it and read more about it, this is an actual thing. Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk are most likely going to face off in a cage match for tons of money. It will be the... Highest viewed pay-per-view event in the history of pay-per-view and the money is supposed to go to charity. Okay, it's going to charity. I was of wondering what, the, what, yeah. what they were doing it for because I mean, they're obviously going to get a shit ton of views. I'm not paying for it watching it, but it'll be you sick. No, we got to watch it. it though. If you guys pay, I'll, 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 I'll sit in or and watch it. we go to a bar or something. Wouldn't that be, it's a, it feels like if that happens, it would be such a moment in history that we, <laughs> like when, 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 when yeah, like you just had to watch it. I had to watch it. Yeah. Um, 
What? Side note, I want to tell you a little fun game we came up on the show last week. <laughs> I told Quinn that I wanted the people kicking it with us to, to start doing like show bingo and like a drinking game or whatever. Like every time we do things, we always do. It's, oh, it's yeah. like a bingo or a shot. And I was joking about how one of mine is when I mess up my words and I go, yeah. number for what on it or whatever right there. That's why I thought of it right there when I messed up. Oh, that's mad funny, bro. You'd be hammered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going crazy. Quinn, Quinn's funny joke on it where he was like, he's like, oh yeah, take a drink every time we take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> just get people messed up. Right, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just say this, bro. Zuckerberg's going to win. Zuckerberg's trained in jujitsu. Ever seen the videos of him? Yeah. He's actually like, I mean, don't he, worry. Me- he, he melts in with the, the toque he has on the, the, <laughs> the white tunic. Like you, like you could tell he's not great, obviously, but like he, he, he has a skill and he knows what he's doing. And I don't think Elon Musk, <laughs> even if he starts training now, I think Zuckerberg wins if they like are actually fighting. Yeah. This is the battle between the two guys most likely to wear sunblock to a Taekwondo event. Yeah, exactly. They're just, they're just two dweebs who I don't, what, do we know why they want to do this? Uh, no, that's why I was asking like what it was for. You said there was like the cherry and everything. I actually don't even know why. Are they, but what I'm saying, I thought they were like settling some kind of beef or something. Yeah, they probably have some like silly beef that was started on Twitter or something like that. Well, my take about this, about the fight though, is and this is something I was thinking because most people are not going to admit this, but I think it's true is if you are hating on the Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk fight, <laughs> you're a phony, you're a loser and no one wants to be around you. Cause there's nothing wrong with this going on. If the money is going to charity, just like LeBron, when he took his talents to South beach and raised money for that boys and girls club, why do you care if two men fight and hurt themselves? Oh my God. They're not saying a good example. What's wrong. It's a sport. It's a thing to strive for, fitness. It's a fun thing. They're not doing anything wrong. And I know there's going to be people out there hating. And you guys can respectfully, okay, respectfully shut up. One good meme I saw, which I was like, yeah, I'd be fucking pissed too if I worked for Tesla. Um, Because like, you know, Elon Musk is super pro being in the office five days a week kind of guy. And then he's like, imagine imagine working for Tesla and being sent back to the office only to have your boss playing an MMA match against Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) That would be so, that's what I'm saying. It's such a unique event. How could we hate on it, bro? Like he's like, you have to be in the office to work and you walk by his office and he's like in a little cage doing like grappling. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it sounds like? It sounds like how back in the day, like in the Hamilton play friends back in the day, they used to duel and you should be like, you guys are such high ranking men. Why are you doing that? This is the exact same energy, but like done in a 2023 way where it's a duel of all time. Exactly. Mark Zuckerberg would take him out, though. Yeah, we, we I think get, Zuckerberg wins. Even though he's smaller? Yeah, for sure. But the, the size thing matters when it's like a big difference. And, and like, if like if it's like a big guy that's like either so large or really in shape and then a real small guy, then I feel like it matters. But like Mark Zuckerberg, like Elon Musk isn't so big that he's going to be like like overpowering Mark Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, to be honest, too, I think Elon Musk would be way better of a loser than Mark Zuckerberg. Really, Zuckerberg would probably just stand there. Like, win or lose, I bet you'd have the same reaction. Zuckerberg would burn up inside and eventually take it out and some people behind the scenes. I think Elon Musk is way more likely to play it off. Yeah, that's true. I don't think Elon Musk expects himself to win, actually. No, probably not. If I'm being honest. Dude, imagine they just come out guns and blades, like punching each other in the face. Like, (laughs) it's like the 12th round that like could barely stand. (laughs) And how many memes are there going to be with like them fighting and like the most famous Ali poses and stuff like that? I know, bro. (laughs) They're going to have like the famous Ali pose of whoever wins. standing over. You're going to see the overtime edit. They're going to have like the. 
<laughs> well, they're going to have such a hard time making those edits because there's actually not really that many prominent white boxers and you don't want to Photoshop a white head onto a black body. They're going to have some like division two fighter. <laughs> two things. One that I haven't heard anybody talk about. I think one of the best parts of this fight will be their walkouts. Oh yeah. What, like what songs they're going to play and stuff. Do you yeah. want to guess? Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg will have some sort of like metaverse theme, something. And then Elon Musk will come out in like an astronaut suit or something, like something on brand. I yeah. Think. I feel like Mark Zuckerberg would walk out to the invader Zim theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Just stone cold. Oh, he's no coming expression. in like Kobe. Oh yeah, bro. And Elon Musk will come in like Magic Johnson. He's going to come in on like a throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, as he should. He should. Or an uh, elephant or something. That would be so far. Robotic. Robotic throne carried by like four Tesla bots. That yeah. would be kind of fire. You know the Tesla bots they had? <laughs> um, what was the second thing? I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just thinking, I was like, what was the second thing I was going to oh, say? Oh, I hate when I do that. I'm uh, sorry. It wasn't as important as the first one. No, that was still mad funny. But I'm excited. I would, I mean, I I, I, I guess I'm talking to my ass. I don't know if I'd pay 50 bucks to see it. I would. I try to it. find somewhere to see it though. Yeah. I'd pay 50 bucks if it meant we went out to a bar and like. Yeah. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it. Who knows? Let us know, though, what you guys think. If you're down for the cage match. Uh, Let us know who you think is going to win. Yeah. Because I'm i like pretty confident it's going to be Zuckerberg. Yeah, you convinced me. I was kind of on the fence. I thought Elon Musk was much bigger than him, and I know size really does matter. Another thing I was thinking about, I remember I sent this to you a couple weeks ago. It was a gym in Japan that was One Piece themed. Yeah. And it made me think about our show, because I'm always doing it constantly, and I thought... What would the future of gyms look like? And I thought this would be a good idea. I think a way, and you kind of see this with some of these creator gyms recently, these influencer gyms, but all their theme is, is the cool place, the cool table, if you will. You know, this is where the beats are getting made with the pencils and all that. This one right here, all the notes get passed on these two bleachers. I think there should be more gyms in America that are specifically themed, like a One Piece gym or a Naruto gym or a Pokemon gym or a Harry Potter gym, just whatever. Maybe it, the theme depends, but I think that's a way you get people to go to your gym because more than ever, live experiences in general, we always say, are these luxury experiences, right? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but if there was like, say, well, okay, if you, I'll ask you this. If you could have your gym, for instance, themed in one kind of thing, what would you like its theme to be? Like, does it have to be a theme of like a show or something? Whatever you want. I mean, it could be it could be a, a decor kind of thing. I guess the idea was meant more of like a theme of a show, but it doesn't have to be a show. But you know what I mean? More than yeah. just like modern Japanese style gym. Yeah, no, I hear you. I don't know. I guess I just want my. So basically, there's this there's this gym in Phoenix called Exo Gym. And it's the most expensive gym in the country. It's thirty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> How and do you know that? <laughs> I've seen videos of it, <laughs> and it's insane. It's you. You. They have a full. They have a dietitian on retainer. I guess you could call it. He works there full time. Um, they cook all your meals for you if you go. If you go there, um, sounds they, like it's worth it almost now. Full basketball court, full football field with the automatic um, receiver thing. You know, you put the ball through and you catch it. The gun. Um, yeah, full football field, full basketball court, insane gym. Uh, they have like the like uh, what is it called? The um, the is it the cryo 
chamber. Yeah, the cryo freeze the chambers have, kind of thing. They have that. They saunas. Have, of course, saunas. They have like everything you could imagine, like full masseuses on a- Do they pay for your own locker? I'm sure. Yeah, right? Then there's like a $25 fee for the locker. <laughs> um, the towels are kind of scratchy though. Yeah, right? They have like all these food options. It's just basically like a wild place. That's what I'd want my gym to be like. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't want there to be any shortage of anything I could do. Any sort of physical fitness activity I could think of, I could do it at this gym. So this is the pushback we needed, right? I came with this idea and Ian, because you, cause you're a nice guy, Ian. Thanks. But Ian's letting, <laughs> Ian's letting me know, nah, right? I don't want to, I like one piece, but I, I guess don't want to work on the, the, the Mary, you know what I mean? No, sorry to interrupt you, but I guess if I had to pick a theme, it would be, if I had to pick a theme for the gym, it would be, Mad Men. Everything's just like 1950s weight sets, all super crappy. <laughs> That's your theme. You can have the crappiest gym because it's like, no, it's how they were in the 60s. Yeah. No, it would probably be like Marvel movie or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. The thing is, you would have a hard time doing it because you don't want it to seem cheesy. I know that's the fear. And then you, you don't want to box too many people in, right? Like you don't, you don't want it to be like a very specific, you want to get as many people at the gym as you can. Well, no, I, I don't think we care about that. I think you're just in terms of what the individual user experience would be like, not what you would do if you actually wanted to make money and do a business. I guess in this hypothetical, we have so much money. We just yeah. open a gym that we want, right? Well, in this business, yeah, we're famous and we're like Mr. Beast and Joe Rogan and stuff. And our name just kind of carries a certain amount of customers and wherever we go and we'll give, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mr. Beast. I spent $50,000 to make this gym, gym completely school bus themed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's school bus themed. Uh, it's funny. You, you actually did more work than I might go Star Wars. I don't actually have a, I didn't really actually have a theme either. Really. I just, I just feel like if it's done right with certain things, like I'd go to a Naruto gym if it's done right. Again, I don't want like big plastic casts of Naruto next to me holding up the, the date. Wait, but if it was more tastefully done, but like Naruto themed, yeah, I could do something like that. Um, what was, I forgot what I was going to say before. Oh yeah. Would you ever want to open up a gym as a business? Yeah. One day? Yeah. I'd be fun to do, right? Yeah. It's pretty, it's not too bad. Um, I would open up a gym. Yeah, I think they are. Especially if you open it in an area where there's not many other gyms because people who are into working out, it's, it's pretty hard to find good gyms. Like, especially if you're not in like a New York, even in New York city, I mean, like most of the time your best option is blink fitness. And if you don't go to blink, you got to pay like boys. You got like, I got lucky, um, at the gym I joined, but like, if you don't go to blink, then you got to go to like crunch fitness and pay a hundred dollars a month Yeah, for a gym that if you were upstate would be $30 a month. What's the first thing you're buying for your gym? Squat racks. You're going to have more squat racks than anyone. I would have at least four squat racks. What kind of capacity gym are we talking about though? What kind of capacity? Two stories, one story. Is it going to be like a, like a small kind of quaint gym where everyone knows each other and you have maybe 30 loyal customers that pay f- like a good amount of money or is it more of a blink you want to make it that could eventually- No, it wouldn't be a blink. It would be like a- to a chain. No, it would be like a, like a, I don't know, like a 75 to $150 a month membership, but it would be- like, it would Hey, be, big roller. It would be a good It would be a good gym though. It would have everything, more than everything you need- um, probably throw sauna in there. Would you name it after yourself or is it getting like a cool single name? No, it'd be called Enzo's. Enzo's? <laughs> that sounds, that sounds like a, maybe I shouldn't say this, but it sounds like a pizza place. <laughs> well, that would be my restaurant name too. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be kind of fire if just anything called Enzo's was made by you, but you they can be completely different. Things. No, this is a pizza Enzo's. Yeah. Oh, this is a gym Enzo's. This is a t-shirt Enzo's. Yeah, no. Enzo's. <laughs> Elmer Wood. Did you have time to think about what your bingo thing would be? No. I'll, think, I'll say it next time. Yeah, let us know in the comments too. <laughs> we'll start getting flamed. <laughs> um, 
Let's wrap things up. We appreciate all of you guys kicking it with us. As always, don't forget to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Go and share the show with your friends and family and just the stranger on the subway next to you as well. We really do appreciate every single person that joins the fam. Uh, go follow us at Tomorrow Show Today, Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. Those are our three main ones. But don't forget to go, if you really care about us, Go over D-E-O-V-R. We are officially, as you guys may have known, recently got monetized over there. So for the first time in our show's history, we're actually making money. And I'll tell you off air, but we're actually making more money than I expected. Oh, yeah. And it would mean the world to us, of course, because it's the double whammy. Not only does it help us make money that we can use to you know, support the show and make it better, but it also helps prove our vision about having the show. Shout out to the VR cam in VR. So go ahead, go over DEOVR. Uh, music is playing, so I got to get out of here. My name is Reed. I'm Ian. <laughs> and like always, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>